Hello, everybody. Good to be with you. So today I want to try to take some of the mystery out of realization, because we think of realization as being very exotic, very otherworldly, very much like an, a, a, another plane of existence and, and um, that, you know, we'll have certain powers or, or whatever, or, you know, we'll have animals will just naturally love us and all this kind of stuff. I don't know how much of that you were expecting or are, or are expecting, but I was expecting all of that and more. I really was. I mean, and I, I wanted to have the, you know, the big boom and, and I especially wanted you guys to recognize that I had woken up. I mean, that was more important to me, even I think, than awakening was just to have you guys uh, noticed that I had awakened and that I was now very cool. Um, and it's, you know, it's so incredibly shallow that it would be embarrassing if there was anybody here to embarrass, but there's not. And I just adjusted something. See, the OCD just kicks in on its own, man. There's nothing I can do. Uh, <clears throat> so, but I don't, it doesn't bother me. It's not problematic. So, um, realization. It, the first thing we we'll want to notice is who realization occurs to. So uh, you've heard that the that you probably have heard that the the seeker doesn't wake up. Well, when I, the, when there was seeking going over here, it certainly felt like the seeker was this body. Yeah. So what they're telling us there is that the body doesn't wake up. So you're thinking, okay, but how about that mind? You know, the, the, the mind is real. And I'll ask you an old Zen Cohen, can you show me a mind devoid of thought? And I don't think you can, because mind is just another set of patterns. Uh, the truth is that thoughts arise, but they don't arise from anybody or anything. And they don't arise to anybody or anything. They just arise. And when they do, we tend to, what, automatically believe them. And why is it that we believe thought? It's because we look at thought and we think uh, immediately, we grace it with, with the idea that it's my thought. It's our thought. That's my thought. And of course, my thoughts being very, you know, me being such a, a, a wonderful lofty guy, all of my thoughts, of course, are true and important. Yours may be suspicious, but mine are not. So that's the way that we think. And it's and, and when we think like that, it's when we that, that shuts us off from any possibility of spiritual growth. That's the truth. When we carry our own ideas with us and insist on them, then the there's no chance for spiritual growth. Um, if somebody comes to me and they insist on sticking with their ideas of who it is and, and how it works and what isn't this and how convinced they could be and all of this, awakening just doesn't occur. It doesn't have a chance because they're, uh, the, the, that cup is way too full already. So we can't, uh, we, we can't add anything there. Um, but awakening happens to awakeness itself. It is the realization that realization is named for is realization by awakeness of awakeness. What's happening there is that 
there's only one thing going on within relativity. There's only one thing going on period, but this goes much further than relativity. But it just, it's just sticking with relativity, we can say that um, that there's, you know, there's there's just this. So our minds will tell us that there's something more than this. There's something other than this, that there's something bigger, better, more than this. Uh, and, and, um, and we're missing out, right? That's what the mind is telling us. So we expect this body, even though we hear the seeker never wakes up, and I've heard, I've heard it many times, we still expect somehow that, that this body is different. This is the different body. This is the body that's actually going to wake up. And, and, and the good news is I know I am this body. That's the, that's the, that, that's the claim. That was my claim. And uh, if you have not yet awakened, that's your claim. Or if you've had an awakening and forgotten about it, that's your claim. But you think you've lost an awakening. It, but it can't happen. Because awakening doesn't happen to a body. Awakening doesn't happen to a personality. Awakening doesn't happen to a mind void or devoid of thought, you know, devoid of thought or full of thought, whatever, however you want to term it. It doesn't happen to a mind, not a body, not a personality, none of that. Awakening happens to awakening. Uh, awakeness wakes up to awakeness. And what it is, is that it's really realization. It's not, it's not really awakening. I mean, uh, I, I wish I didn't use that word so much, but hell, you know, it's in the name of my website. I, it's, it's pretty late for me to escape the use of the, of the word awakening, but I can use that language without believing it. And see, that's part of clearing, is that we can learn, we learn to use language without believing it. Um, so what wakes up, well, excuse me, what realizes, as we say, the real, the realizer, if you will, there's really no realizer. What, but realization is when awakeness notices awakeness. It's not when an awakened person recognizes another awakened person. Or it's not when an awakened a person who just woke up recognizes, oh my God, this body just woke up. It's marvelous. It's now so light and free. It's nothing like that. And it's and, and the mind doesn't wake up. So there's um, the, the thoughts that we thought were going to disappear. Some of them will. But by and large, our experience in post in immediate post-awakening is going to be really similar to our experience in pre-awakening, right before it happened. The reason is, is that the body didn't wake up and the thoughts didn't wake up. What woke up was awakeness. And what is awakeness? Well, I don't know. And nobody else does either. Nobody can really, can really, some, some people don't even recognize that it is, right? But, uh, but it is, that's the only thing I can recognize about it, as I can know that it is and I am it, but I can't say much more. You can also say that same thing. There's nothing personal when I say I am it. I'm saying that whatever it is that's, um, that ha has provided the potential for this present consciousness, yes, that, uh, that 
that is what wakes up the body, not the body, not the mind. It, it, awakeness comes to know itself upon the advent of consciousness. There is the potentiality for all things. That's what I'm saying that is that we can't really speak of or touch or think about or all that. It's just beyond all beyond, right? And, but I'm going to call it the great potentiality and that's not a good name for it, but I don't have a good name for it. Nobody else has got a good name for it either. Then Nizagadatta threw up his hands and said, I'm that. <laughs> I'm that, whatever the hell that is. That's what he really should have finished out his sentence with. And I am that, whatever the hell that is, yeah. And I keep, it's like that is over there, like to my left. <laughs> See, that's the way these things play out. There's not even a center here, and yet I'm saying that there's awakeness is over there to my left, and there's not anyone here to say that. But there's a sense of a Fred, not heavy, and it's not believed, but it's still, there's still a sense of Fred. Um, and it gets into bed every night with a sense of best, with the sense of Betsy. And, um, and then our two dogs, which don't have stories attached to everything. They just know they like to be in that bed. So when what we term awakening happens, we call it awakening because when consciousness is what wakes up, Consciousness wakes up to itself. And consciousness is the lackey of awakeness, right? And I'm not saying anything bad about it. It's just the servant of awakeness. And um, so it's awakeness, recognize awakeness, but it, but it can't. See, that's all, of that, all of that's beyond that. It's consciousness comes, wakes up to consciousness. That's as close as we can get. So when consciousness wakes up to consciousness, what's the difference between that and what we had before? Well, now consciousness knows that whatever it is that's speaking here, that whatever it is, and it's not, you know, that consciousness is what provides that, or is that by which talking happens? It is that by which, but, it, but it's not a talker, but it is that by which talking happens. Upanishads say this much better than I do, and I can't remember the exact thing, but it not, not that which hears, but that by which hearing occurs. It's something along that line. Um, so this consciousness recognizing unconsciousness, that is not higher consciousness. <laughs> higher consciousness does not come to recognize lower consciousness. There's just one consciousness, well, I don't mean two, but there's just one consciousness, and this is it. See, and the idea of higher consciousness means just that there's greater clarity within consciousness. Yeah, so that. Um, and, and a lot of times that will, in this case, I can tell you over here, that that has modified the, um, the tool here, because this is just a pipeline. It's a, basically, it's a pipeline between awakeness and, and, 
and consciousness, right? This is the host of consciousness. This body, Nisargadatta Maharaj used to say that this body is actually the food of consciousness. And he's right, it is. It is without this food, consciousness doesn't exist. Um, and without consciousness, this food doesn't exist. So six of one, half a dozen of the other, you can't, you know, it's the chicken and the egg is what it really means. Chicken and the egg, which came first? Well, they can't either one of them come first. Somehow they both arrive simultaneously, even though one can't exist without the other. I don't understand that. So, but I'm not here to understand it or explain it. I'm here to tell you about, take hopefully take the mystery out of realization. So if you've not yet woken up, the you that you think you are is not going to wake up. So just give up on that. Honest to God, the sooner you give up on that, the better off you are. Because the problem is, is that attention over there is looking for awareness. But attention is awareness. It's just focused awareness. So attention is looking for awareness, which means it's a dog chasing its tail. Just like this. And it can do this forever. I mean, you know, it can do it for an entire lifetime. I have, I have talked with many people who have lived nearly an entire lifetime and then awake, awakening occurred. But had that not been for the um, intervention of this teaching, they would have died I mean, without coming to know themselves. Almost surely. Why? Because they had 90 years to do it before, or 80 or 70 or 60 years to do it before, and they didn't get it. So... Um, it, and then they bumped into this teaching. They did, okay? And it's not, I have nothing to do with this teaching other than to represent it. I am the steward of this teaching. And I am not the poster boy of this teaching in the sense that um, it's not like I did really, really good and then uh, a clarity arrived here. I, I did really, really lousy and suffering arrived here. And from that suffering was born uh, this, this, this realization was what happened and due to all of that suffering, right? Because it just got to where the suffering was too much. I couldn't do it anymore. Which means that the, now what I'm saying is, is that I really gave up negotiation. I can't, gave up negotiating on what, what, what awakeness was, what awakening was, what realization is. I quit thinking I knew what that was. I didn't care about what that was. All I cared was that this seeking would stop. And that this, and at that time, I was really thinking I would very much like for this seeker to stop. Yes. So, but there's no seeker. There's no seeker. Even though it looks like the body is seeking, it's certainly the body is seeking, but it's not seeking on its own. The body doesn't have its own ideas. It processes thought, but that doesn't mean it initiates it. I, I, and I have neuroscientists as students, and, and, and I mean, they know about as much of this as anybody else. And they, they come up with some, some in, very interesting answers when you ask them uh, things like, so do you control your own thoughts, right? I had one just laughing me, laugh me in the face, right? Laugh at me right in my face. That when I when I asked her that, uh, no, Fred, you know, there's there is nowhere in the body that we can point to to say and say that this is where consciousness comes from. This is a neuroscientist 
She was, I don't know that she is now, but at the time that I knew her, she was a professor at Yale University. So I'm not saying she was an expert, but I'm saying that Yale thought she did. And I don't, I don't feel like I'm so big in the, in big for my britches that I can afford to argue with Yale Medical School. There you go. So what happens when consciousness comes to recognize, oh, I'm consciousness? Then now what we can say and, 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 uh, is that there is conscious awakeness present. Yeah, there's conscious awakeness present. Awakeness, there's, there's nothing that's not awakeness. Awakeness is that from which everything springs. So it, awakeness is the mother of all. It's the mother of, of, of form and it's the mother of emptiness. It is, it's just because see, form and emptiness seemingly are opposites. They're not really, they're the same thing, but it looks like they're opposites. Um, and awakeness is beyond all opposites, right? It just is. So relativity is all about opposites. It's all about comparison. And it's all about alternatives, you know, the, what, which alternative? Well, it's the alternative that reality where you are, where you're wishing this was a better video than it is. <laughs> See, I'm wishing the same thing, but it can't be. It's just this. It's just this exactly as it is. And we can argue with this, but hell, this is still going to be here. Consciousness wakes up to the fact that it is consciousness. And when the consciousness wakes up, we don't mean a higher consciousness, we mean this consciousness, the current consciousness that you are experiencing, the current consciousness that's been there ever since your little baby head went, eh. it's that same consciousness. The higher consciousness is a, it's kind of like the word awakening. It is a sort of a pointer, but it can be a, you know, it can be a real misleading thing. Awakening can be a, a, a good term when it is, but it's misleading as hell. So I, I try not to use it any more than I have to, but everybody else uses it. I can't, can't really avoid it. And, and I've been such a promoter of it for all these years that I have to be careful. Um, but it is actually a red herring you know, because it makes it sound like um, that, that, that I'm going to awaken. But remember a mantra that I taught you some time ago which is that to say and, and remember and repeat and do this ad nauseum, the body is not me. The body is not me. This I am not the body starts with I. Don't use that. The body is not me. What is me? I don't know. But I know it's not this. See how that works? It's much clearer, much more honest, much truer. So given that the body is not you uh, and the body doesn't wake up, then I think we could, just for the moment, we can discount the body. And since there is no mind, I mean, there's a brain, of course there's a brain, but is the mind in the brain? Uh, I would say that the the that the the whatever mind there is, is sort of of the brain, but it's not in the brain. That is actually what comes up with the processing of thought, but don't let me get into that. So there's just this consciousness. 
I really hate to disappoint you. I know that you've been waiting for that elevated consciousness, but there's not, there is no such thing. Now, there is greater clarity. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that the level of clarity that's being experienced by consciousness through that body is the pinnacle of, of divinity. It is not. <laughs> and if you're not awakened, then it's, it's still consciousness experiencing itself through that body, but, it should, but it's, it's not getting out of that body. It's identifying as that body. And the identification is where all the suffering lies. You know, right now, just try it. I mean, can you, if you drop the body thought, if you drop the, the I'm, I'm dropping the Fred thought, you drop the whatever your name is, drop those thoughts for just a minute. And you don't know to where you don't know what you are. There's just a, this sense of aliveness. Just notice that sense of aliveness. And when you notice that sense of aliveness, is there, can you, can you tell me if there's anything wrong here? Is there anything wrong here? Can you point it out? No, in the absence of an identity, see, any identity is misidentity. But body identity is, is really warped misidentity. Um, so if, 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 when you're standing and you're looking at something, just recognize that there's something behind you looking, at, looking through you. Right, they're just consciousness, not somebody, it's not the boogeyman, but consciousness is looking through this body. Okay, and um, consciousness needs this body in order to know itself, but it doesn't need to know itself. Consciousness is the servant of awakeness, awakeness needs nothing whatsoever. Consciousness does need a um, does need a unit, doesn't have to be a human unit, but it needs a unit. Uh, plants, I believe, have consciousness that I can't understand. Uh, trees certainly have consciousness, but I can't understand. I don't get it. I don't, you know, because, you know, guess what? I'm working with three pounds here, folks. That's what this brain weighs. It's three pounds. And it's really, really, really big on itself. <laughs> you know, it just, I mean, I'm not even the smartest guy in the room, you know, most of the time. So well, I don't know why it's so full of itself, but it is. And it always thinks it's the smartest one in the room. Yeah. And not only is it the smartest one in the room, but it's the smartest one out of the room too. It's the special, it's the special thing. That specialness comes with identification and that specialness and the, and the, the real specialty of that specialness is suffering. So notice that consciousness is already here. And do you have to wake up to consciousness? Do you? Are you sure you need to wake up? Do you even really know what you are? I know you've been guessing and you've been guessing inaccurately all your life. You've been thinking this is, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. And uh, uh. <laughs> this is, is a walking cadaver, it's a tool. And it's an animated tool when consciousness present. It's an, an, an inanimate uh, tool when uh, consciousness is withdrawn from it, right? And then it ceases to function. And then it ceases to be. So we're talking about that, for instance, my neighbors, 
all around, as far as I know. There, this neighborhood is chock full of people and it's chock full of unconscious awakeness. And what I mean by unconscious awakeness, I mean that in that house over there and that one back there and, and both ways this way, consciousness does not know itself. Its consciousness believes it's one of these, right? That's what everybody thinks, that this consciousness comes right through this thing. Yeah, and if this and you, this thing dies, so does consciousness. Bullshit. Consciousness cannot die because it is not born. It comes in, there is a sense of being, and then there's not a sense of not being. There's a sense of being until there's not, and then there's no sensing at all. There's no experience. There's a lack of experience. And we always want to turn that. We think that the after-death experience, which there is no after-death experience. So don't talk to me about the afterlife experience. Hell, there's no after-death experience. There's just death for the unit, at which point there's an absence of consciousness, which in awakeness could care less, right? It's just perfectly fine with things as they are. But it seems that in this dream of the world, in this dream of universe, in all of this dream of Fredness, dream of everything, that within this dream, it um, it feels like there's a this, and it feels like there's a that, this and that, but there's not, there's only that. And that can't actually be pointed at, it can't be spoken about, it can't be great, so it can't begin to be touched intellectually. But intellect, but intellect is not a bad thing. It's used here quite a bit. We use intellect until we have to, you know, use it to move beyond intellect. Same thing we do with logic. We use logic until it no longer serves us, and then we move beyond logic. We use language to, to as long as it serves us, and then we go beyond language. Consciousness wakes up to consciousness. That's what realization is. Consciousness, which is already here, it's talking to you. It's talking to you. It's hearing this, right? It's hearing this. You think it's, it's hearing Fred on YouTube, but no, there's no Fred. There's only consciousness over here. And you think that there's a, 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 a Bob or a Carol or whatever over there. And that consciousness um, is being carried by those things. And it's not. Uh -uh. Those things are necessary, are, are necessary pipelines. Think of, think of the fact that there is this huge, vast wax. When, this is in place of the void. Just imagine there's wax and there's no butt, and there's no um, edge to the wax and no no boundary to the wax or what just just wax and I, this can't even mean anything because it's going against the fact that there's only wax but just imagine for just a moment there's this huge ball of wax and out of that wax there there arises a wick okay this is the wick and when this wick shows up the spark of consciousness hits the wick and guess what? There's fire. And fire is the consciousness. The true nature of a candle or the, the hidden nature of a candle is that there's that it's the potential for fire. 
it's the potential for for because it's got and notice that the that the wick will never run out of fuel. This candle from here, you know, to the end of the universe that just handle just like wax. But these wicks come and go. But when you are the vast waxness and you think that your weakness, you suffer. You are that which uses the wick, if you will. And when the when the, and when the spark of consciousness takes lights up the wick, then there is a simulation, a giant simulation. There is virtual reality, and 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 awakeness via consciousness goes via this goes and has all these big adventures and misadventures in rel in, in a new world called relativity, where there are things and where there's a this and a that and a high and a low and a good and a bad. Because none of that stuff is true. There's no such thing as high, low, right, wrong, good, bad. No, there's, there's no, none of that. All that is doing what? All that's comparison. There's no comparison to you. You are it. We talk about it. But the problem is we talk about it. We're talking about the it over there. This is it. You are it. I'm speaking to myself, my dear awakeness. Hear me. I know you do. Bypass that unit. If that unit is, <clears throat> is in the way over there, just bypass the damn thing. And come say hello on your own. It, the, don't worry, the character will have no memory of it because the character will not be involved. I've seen people have awakenings that had no memory of it afterwards because they, but they, these people woke up so clearly that I was jealous. <laughs> but after I realized they had no memory of it, I was no longer jealous. And I think this level of awakeness that I have right now is absolutely perfect. It's not the same level of clarity that I had 15 years ago, thank God, or 10 years ago or five years ago. But it is... Um, there's, there's a great deal more clarity than there was, but there's not a higher consciousness. There's just this consciousness. This consciousness wakes up to the fact that there's only this consciousness. You, if you wanted to put, if, you, if you're just in dire need of having a body, then make it space. Where is the boundary to space? Hmm? So you think that there's space and something in the space. Well, there is something in the space. We call that an appearance. We call this an appearance. How much does Fred weigh? Absolutely nothing. How tall is Fred? There's no height involved. How, uh, what kind of volume is there to a Fred? There's no volume at all. And see, the thing is, is that in South Carolina, you know, we were a little backwards over here and we take something that has no height, no weight, and no volume, and we call that an idea. And that's what you've been going with, an idea. You've been, you've been suckered in to the idea that you're a Fred. First, your, your parents had to trick you into it by naming you and saying, you're Bob, you're Bob, you're Bob, you're Bob, you're Bob, you're Bob, you're Bob. And then eventually, so that in order to fit in or whatever, the little Bobness agree, came to agree because it knew it had to fit in. So, oh, I see there's Bob and not Bob. 
right? But prior to that, there's no separation. And there really is no separation after that, except for the separation that's being created by the idea that I'm a Bob and this is everything else. There's only, there's no everything else. There's really no everything. Because everything seems like what's this thing, this thing, and this thing all put together. Because it's just like the phrase, we are all oneness. No. That's still denoting that there's all this separation. We're not all oneness. Oneness is all. Oneness is all. Awakeness is all. Oneness is all within relative, with the story of relativity. But even oneness, just like consciousness, oneness, the experience, this oneness experience comes and goes as consciousness does. So this is not permanent. Consciousness is not permanent. The only, it's not even real. The, the, this is not even real. What the only thing that is real is what you truly are. And <clears throat> whatever that is, that's what real and everything that we could say, it's not other than that, because there's only that. But everything that is not taken, everything that is, ta that, that is taken form, okay, for everything that has, um, God, I, I can't remember exactly what I was going to say. I just lost my train of thought. I do that, you know. Um, for one thing, I get excited in these videos, and, and I'm not talking. See, it's just coming through. I never, I, can't, I couldn't talk like this at the point of a gun. Uh, Betsy just said earlier, I don't know how you do that. I just can't imagine it. I just can't, can't fathom it. And I don't know how it's done either, because I'm not, but I can tell you that Fred Douglas has nothing to do with this. It's my work, but it's not Fred's work. And there's no Fred Davis that ever woke up, and there's no Fred Davis that ever achieved a higher level of consciousness. The only thing that, there, there is no higher level of consciousness to achieve. They're just this consciousness right here. It's this ordinary consciousness, see? How many, how many fingers am I holding up? Huh? Is it three? Okay, you're conscious. You're awake. And you are awake. You are conscious. Now, where is, where is consciousness? Where are you in relation to consciousness? You point th toward this thing, you're going against the, the thing that the first book uh, that you ever read about non-duality, when it said, you are not the body, you went, oh, I don't know about that. But now you see, it's true. You are not the body. The body is not you is a much better way to say it. The other place, the other kind of way is a habitual, but this way is much better. The body is not you. So what does that leave? If I'm not the body, what does that leave? Well, all of this is, they're telling me all of this is just appearance. It's illusion. So this doesn't exist to begin with. Imagine, just, just, just take this on for just a minute. That this is just an appearance, this too is just an appearance. And the thing that's hearing this is just an appearance. But the thing that's actually, that's the thing that thinks it's hearing it is an appearance. But the thing that's actually hearing this is consciousness. The thing that's actually saying this is consciousness. The, the, the thing that sees that there is light is consciousness. The light itself is consciousness.
there is <clears throat> within relativity, because in this in this teaching, awakeness is that, right? It just whatever that is. <laughs> Consciousness. This. God, Tao, Spirit, all of that is just different. They're just different names for consciousness. But when I say me, that is not a name for consciousness. That is the name of an appearance within consciousness, and there is actually no one here. This is not a Fred Davis talking to you. This is consciousness talking to itself. And my dear consciousness, if you would just come to recognize that a consciousness is already here, you do not, you cannot achieve it because you are it. Here it is. You can't achieve what you already are. You can't get to wherever, where you already are. Just notice. Consciousness. Quit seeking. Just notice. Consciousness is already here. And when consciousness recognizes conscious, the experience changes consciousness recognizes consciousness. The experience uh, for consciousness changes from, from the uh, unawakened consciousness, like my neighbors, the street, the city, the world. And it becomes what I like to call conscious awakeness. Everything is awakeness. Most of it is unconscious. There are little islands of awakened, of conscious awakeness. You know those islands. There are a few of those islands that think they are that aren't. You, so you know that. But there are islands where there's conscious awakeness. You flock to them, you buy their books. They're your books. You wrote them, you can read them, go ahead. But you wrote them because what wrote them? Consciousness through this unit, consciousness through that unit. I have like six books and I'm not, I'm not the author of any of them. I get the royalties, I like that. It's not that much money, but at least I do get the royalties. When I say that, I'm talking about that the unit ends up with the money. It's a lucky unit. It's never done anything to earn any of this, and it's a lucky unit. It just, it just gets money for nothing, right? And your chicks for free. <laughs> for those who can go back that far to the Doobie Brothers. At any rate, I've said it. I'm going to conclude. I thank you very much. I hope this has been helpful. Please subscribe, like, tell people forward the video to people, do whatever you can, help YouTube stand up and notice this teaching so that it can spread and go wherever it is going to go and where it can't not go anyway. But it's our job to just try to help things. See you. Love you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Consciousness.